0: Regular City Council meeting of City Zephyr Hills to order. It's Monday, October 23rd, 2023, 608. Could I please have the roll call?
1: Sir, Lance Smith. Here. Kenneth Burgess. Here. Mayor Monson. Here. Steve Spina. Here. Jody Wilkerson. Charles Proctor. Here. Matthew Maggart. Here. William Poe. Here.
0: Thank you. Um, I want to welcome everybody tonight. Nice crowd we have tonight. Let me just ask you right now just to kind of silence your phones so they don't go off, uh, especially during a presentation we're going to do here shortly. Um, if, you have, if you want to speak tonight and please sign up with the city clerk here, you'll be given three minutes. And uh, with that, what I'll, what we'll do is we'll have the invocation followed by the pledge. I'd like to welcome Pastor Teddy O'Farrell uh, from the Alliance Church up here to give the invocation. If we could all rise for the invocation. Thank you. Thank you. Let's pray.
2: Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we're so grateful that we can be together tonight. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in our community, and we thank you for the leadership that you've given to us in our community. We thank you, Lord, that they are your servants, and we pray, Lord, that you will give them wisdom and uh, give them clarity on the issues that they're facing, and Father, may that be accompanied with your peace. And so, Lord, we pray your blessing upon the city of Zephyr Hills and our county and our community for your glory. We ask this in Jesus' wonderful name.
0: Amen. 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 Thank
3: you. I I pledge allegiance to to the flag
0: of the United States of America
3: America and to to the republic Republic for which which it stands. stands One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice
0: for all. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Farrell. Thank you. All right. uh, What I'd like to do now is turn the the, uh, meeting over to the mayor. She has a very special proclamation she'd like to give.
4: All right. We're going to have the East Pasco Stars come on up to the front. Exciting night, huh? All right, well, we have a proclamation for the East Pasco Stars, and I'm going to read it, and then we're going to... Tell you their names okay whereas the city of zephyr hills florida recognizes the east pasco stars team head coach judy brunner and assistant coaches belinda brown and stacy morris who have, who have demonstrated the teamwork and drive necessary to win their fourth consecutive title to bring home the gold medal for the special olympics north american north america softball national championship on september 18th 2023 held in lynchburg virginia and whereas the stars won all six of their games at nationals woo-hoo, <laughs> Including a close 13-11 defeat of Wisconsin Dairyland for the title, the Stars beat Marilyn Montgomery twice, 8-4 and 14-2, with a 15-0 shutout of the Ontario Stingers and a 14-1 defeat of the Wisconsin Bay Navigators. Pasco outscored the opposition by a huge 71-22 margin in six games. (laughs) <laughs> Righty. And whereas seven players hit 700 or better, finishing the series with an overall 6- 613 batting average. Philip Wilson hit 789 with five doubles, two triples, and a home run. Roger Wilson Wils- Roger slugged out a 785 clip with a triple. George Morris averaged 764 with three doubles and a homer. Kenny Caravoo. Thank you, Caravoo. Thank you, Kenny. Hit 764 with three doubles. Ernie Schultz batted 733 with two doubles and a Grand Slam home run. George Bubby Morris hit 733 with a pair of doubles. And Chris Allen batted 705 with a home run. And whereas the 2023 East Pasco Stars Special Olympics softball team consists of team members John Allgood, Justin Buch- Buchanan, Kenny Caravu, did say it right that time? Thank you. George Morris, <laughs> Philip Olson, Roger Olson, Kurt Walters, Bubby Morris, Chris Allen, Rock, Richard Proctor, Ernie Schultz, Andres Torres, Scott Walter. Whereas the members of the team and their coaches have helped create a positive image for their community and the citizens of Zephyr Hills. And whereas the city of Zephyr Hills commends and congratulates this outstanding group of young men and the coaches who teach and guide them in the sport of softball for their accomplishment and now, therefore, I, Melanie Barr Monson, by virtue of the authority vested in me, as mayor of the city of Zephyr Hills, Florida, do hereby consider it an honor and pleasure to extend this proclamation to the East Pasco Stars on behalf of City Council and the city c- citizens of Zephyr Hills, Florida, for an outstanding softball season. In witness whereof I hereunto set my hand and cause the seal of the city of Zephyr Hills, Florida to be affixed this twenty-third day of October twenty twenty-three. Give okay.
1: you all of them. Okay.
5: Okay. I want to squeeze Let's squeeze together. Okay. okay. If we, yeah, if we don't have enough, just tell me and we'll
2: assign
3: them up. and we'll get them put together. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations
2: Congratulations.
4: are cool. yes. the a they The sure.
5: I do.
4: You had to touch some.
5: I do. I've done it about three All times right, on right, right. since you. I got here. It's mine. You can borrow oh, it, has got a string attached. It's got a string attached? What's the string?
0: Oh. Um, you know, we do a lot of things up here, but something like that, I think, is one of the most important things we do It's recognizing a bunch of wonderful young people that represented our city in a great manner. And won their fourth national title it's pretty impressive um, council
2: president if, if yes. i may two of those individuals are city employees i don't know if anybody i not, knew, I not, knew that, that but two of those employees one's in sanitation one's in uh
0: wastewater um, but yeah they can play some softball yeah yes <laughs> they, yes so uh, makes us very proud um i know uh, lori we did have somebody that was here signed up to speak don't we and I don't, I don't know if she had a pre, she said she may have a previous engagement or something. Is that right? Or uh, you wanted to go ahead and say, speak towards her? She didn't say. But there is our,
1: someone signed up to speak. It, it's if, Dina Breedlove.
0: Do, do you, I mean, um, I'd like to just switch order so she doesn't have to sit through the whole thing. If, it's your prerogative, though, so um, if, if, if you all don't mind it. Um, so if you could come up and you'll have three minutes and just state your name and address for the record.
6: Hi, my name is Dina Breedlove. Um, My address is 4746 Lamar Road, Zephyr Hills. And I am actually here to ask for either an exception to an existing ordinance or propose a potential um, modification. Um, It is city ordinance 1300-16, recently updated to 1355-18. this impacts um, our cemetery lots at Oakside Cemetery. Um, could
0: I get you just to speak a little bit louder, if you sure. could? Sure.
6: Um, I have uh, four generations of family in Oakside Cemetery. The majority of them are in the what's considered the old section, um, Block 5. So uh, recently, what well, we had purchased our cemetery lots between 2007 and 2015 for four of us. Um, and then this this ordinance was passed in 2016. And what it does is it prevents upright headstones from being installed in this particular section for the lots that we have. So um, I would just really like to see if I could make a change to that or ask for an exception since we had purchased our lots prior to the ordinance going into effect. Um, it, it wouldn't be large headstones um, we already have some there now um, that are probably only a couple feet wide um, two three feet tall um, all single not doubles or anything like that um, so I just I'm not sure what the process might be but I just um, am here Asking for an exception.
5: Yes. <laughs> are your four lots in the new section or the old section?
6: The old section. All in the old section. All right next to each other.
5: In Your lots five. are in the old section where they have the uprights. Where they already rooms. have
6: uprights. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and actually, I had uh, a call from the from Gene, the former uh, mayor of Zephyr Hills, and he had asked us to take a look at this as well. So. Maybe if it's something that we could If it's, it's the council, I think we should look at it. It'll take a little time, uh, but um, if it's in the old area, I, th- I, think, I think we should have the discussion anyway. Um, go ahead. Well,
3: she said that they already have headstones like that in there already. I, I don't see why we couldn't make a, an exception in this case.
5: Yeah. I think if it, if it was in the new section, I'd say no automatically, but if it's in the old section already.
6: We have family members in the new section, so we knew that was gonna be flat only, so no question to that. But I did wanna ask for one additional request, and that is, I've spent some time trying to you know, research what we can, what my options are for this, and I understand that the people that create the headstones, they have a significant backlog, um, and there is a timeline of one year to have these headstones installed from um, date of internment and I'm already significantly into that time frame, so I was wondering if, for my exception, if it could be extended possibly to 18 months or two years even.
0: Well, and and what I would recommend is, because Gene has really firsthand knowledge of this, and I think maybe we should get him down here, because what he expressed to me was that this happens quite a bit for people who have plots in the older section. They see the large headstones there, and they're like, well, why can't I do that? And I think it's a legitimate question too. He
6: was the one who uh, recently buried both of our family members and had um, suggested I reach out to you all. So, so
0: maybe if we could revisit that.
5: Uh,
2: yeah, at if, a, if you a can, let me look at the ordinance. I'm not aware. I just became aware of the situation. So okay. let, let me yeah. look at it see exactly what it says. And then if it it may need, if so desired by council, it would may require an ordinance change or an right. amendment. So. But I appreciate you coming and
0: bringing this to our that. attention, too. So it'll take some time, but we'll, we'll try and work through it, so.
6: Okay. Should I continue to work with a particular council member, or what would my next steps be? How would you all reach out to me?
0: Um, I, I think what'll happen is if we can get your information, give it to the city manager, and he'll be in touch with you. Okay.
6: All right. Now, thank you, you very much. We had gone
5: through quite a process. So about, was that when we did the changes to the cemetery? Oh, it was okay. Huh. But um, sure. we had done uh, a lot of changes for the, to clean up and and unify, you know, the look of the cemetery. But I think that if it's in the old section where they already have upright, we could at least look at it.
0: Right, and then we need to know the extent of how many how many plots we're talking about too, you know but I I tend to think that if it's in the old section and there are already upright headstones there, we need to at least look at it.
3: It'd be nice to know how many lots are still available in the old section because we may want to just, you know. Yeah,
5: we can get with public works and the city manager.
0: Well, and I know, talking to Gene, this is an ongoing issue, too, so, but. Okay, that that y'all have, yeah. I think he said there was like 70-something was what he thought, so it's something we need, need him in here to talk about. So, all right. Um, so what I'm going to do, and I, if, if anybody's here to speak again, I will, I will have another um, time for a citizen comment at the end, too. So, um, but what I'll do is move on now to the consent items. And we have how many? 5. Four four, 5 of them. Does anyone care to pull any
5: of these items? I, I move that we approve the consent items as presented. Second.
0: A motion and a second for approval of all the consent items. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes unanimously. Thank you.
5: I have a question, though. Maybe you know, when we do the budget, we approve the purchase of vehicles, trucks, and things. Is it always necessary to bring them back? If
2: it's over fifty thousand dollars, we bring them back. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the only time. If it's a thirty-five thousand dollar truck, which doesn't seem like any vehicles under fifty thousand anymore. Um, if it's under fifty, then I, I, the, I sign off on it and we move forward. But if it's over 50, we bring it back for, before council.
0: Good question. Okay, the next item is uh, item 3.1 uh, planning director's report.
7: Good evening, Council. Todd Vandenberg, planning director. We just have one item tonight that we need to report on from the Planning Commission meeting. Uh, this is not a require any formal action; it's just to plan and report, uh, provide information uh, from the staff and the Planning Commission meeting. Uh, I'll, I'll provide a, a summary of the three land use petitions for annexation, future land use, and rezoning, um, and then we do have the applicants here this evening as well. Um, As you can see in the upper right-hand corner, the location of the property, it's a little over one acre, located southwest of the intersection of Island Boulevard on the west side of of Gall Boulevard, you can see the Walgreens immediately to the north. Um, And then down below, you can see kind of a a red line border of the subject property, again there on 301. Um, Go to the next slide. Uh, again this uh, it's an existing county enclave surprisingly if you didn't know this property is located in Pasco county got a couple of those enclaves throughout the city but this will result in the elimination of a partial enclave in the city and of course when we annex property into the city we also have to assign a future land use Uh, right here what we're proposing is a change in the future land use the CDMU that's mixed use that's our traditional future land use classification for the non-residential uses and also a rezoning of County C2 to City C2 uh, general commercial they are proposing a car wash we do have a, a preliminary site plan on the top but we we've got an app the applicant has a PowerPoint we will show a little bit better uh, rendering of that but uh, you know Some of the things that we look at, the, the annexation, it's contiguous, uh, it's an urban area, we can provide utilities, so it passes all the tests for Florida statutes, chapter 171 for annexation. On the future land use, we, we look at compatibility, suitability, this is the major commercial node, so we were okay with both the proposed future land use and the zoning. Um, go to the next slide. And here's what we just talked about, the annexation. and Surrounding zoning is a a mix of uh, commercials, so it's compatible, suitable with the surrounding, (coughs) both existing and proposed development trends of this area. Okay. Yeah, we've talked about all this already, the amount of acreage, and it's currently a vacant piece of property, heavily wooded, okay. Yeah, we've talked about this already, compatibility. Um yeah, let's bring up the the applicant's uh PowerPoint here. Would you guys like to present that or Sure. Okay.
8: I can certainly take care of it. Good evening, Bob Zigan, Z Development Services, twelve oh one East Robinson Street in Orlando, Florida, um, and here representing the applicant in this case. Can you uh, um, pull that? Up? Okay, absolutely. As as staff mentioned, this is an enclave piece of property. Um, it does meet all the requirements for the annexation into the city. Uh, it one thing that's also to be mentioned is service by city utilities as well, water and sewer. And we have been in contact with the city utility department and all the other public services, and there are sufficient public services for the facility as well. So, with that, we're here to answer any questions that you might have of us here this evening uh, concerning our request. Yes, I just have one Some question
9: uh, on the property. There's a road that runs to the west of uh, Walgreens. There is there going to access, but there access to your property from there too. It's a little hard to tell from the site plan.
8: So the access is the frontage road there on the, on the right side of the screen. The main access is in and out of that frontage road. There is an escape lane that goes out to the north through an existing, uh, I believe it's a right-of-way that exists today and so that does provide in, an escape lane but that is for anybody that comes into the facility and decides not to go into the car wash for some reason. Okay. So it's not gonna be a very heavily used.
0: Any other questions? And, and let me, I mean, let me, what's the water use on a, on a facility like this, just out of curiosity?
8: Well, they do have a recycling system in them, so it, it does differ based on the number of vehicles that go through the wash. Um, I've got some representatives from Mr. Carwash here that might be able to better answer some of the actual water usage questions. But it does differ from facility to facility. Sure. We've uh, presented some of the flow, some of the average flow rates that we have to the utilities department, and they've um, indicated that they have the capacity for the project. And the
0: reason I ask because we are, I know that's an issue, and <laughs> and in my mind, if if. If we were thinking about allowing irrigation wells, this would be a similar situation, to where it wouldn't take from our capacity. Right. Um,
2: My understanding of conversations with Swift I see if there's anybody here tonight. Um, <clears throat> there's in our WUP. There's allocations for commercial and industrial users. Um, I can't explain that formula
0: so, so a, p- a portion of the allowance is specifically for a commercial correct okay that's okay. how i understand it okay well and and it's just a it just was i was curious because we
8: are having some some water was And somewhat. we had the, that's why we had those specific conversations with them and made sure they understood flow rates Okay, and we did get correspondence back from them and that they do have sufficient capacity because that was a concern that was raised during our initial uh, due diligence on the site. Sure. Um, so you say uh, a
3: lot of your water gets reclaimed and reused?
8: Yes, they do have a recirculation system that will, you can actually see the tanks there Uh, in between the parking spaces, which are the vacuum spaces in the main building. Those are all underground tanks there. So all the water you use gets contained and? Yes. There is going to be some pop off once the water, you know, you can only recirculate it so many times, but it is a very highly efficient recirculation system.
0: Thank you. Okay. And I, any, any other questions?
4: Is it on? okay sorry (laughs) that was my bad Um, planning commission the only concern there were a couple that uh, is obviously coming out and going on Island Boulevard we just wanted to make sure that they knew that they weren't going to be able to come out and go left on Island Boulevard out of that back area you know that's that that was that road is already and that intersection area is a little bit too dangerous to come out of there and go left. And then the other thing that was brought up, and one that they had asked me to, you know, speak to you guys about, is, you know, um, just recently there's been many car washes brought into the city that they would like you to think about, you know, talking about maybe putting a halt on that after this one goes through. Right.
5: Yeah. There's a. <clears throat> I mean, once a property is zoned to commercial use and it's a permitted use, we have no control over it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, th- there does seem to be a trend of car washes and um, storage unit buildings and dollar stores kind of that go, <clears throat> I don't know, they kind of come in threes and fours, it seems. And uh, <laughs> You stated some representative clients of mine, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, <clears throat> I mean, it's something we think about. but. We have put a moratorium on the um the uh, storage units just because you know they were popping up on every corner. We just wanted time to look at it and see what the what we thought the need was and, and the saturation point. Um <clears throat> and there are a number of car washes now too, so but that's the problem. Once it's zoned, <clears throat> we have no
4: and I and I understand I just yeah. wanted to make sure I passed that along to you. Okay.
0: Okay. Anything else? If not, I know this is informational tonight, correct? Yeah, this
7: is informational.
0: Just one love. Thank you.
7: Other Thank tidbit you. is uh, we, they've already had preliminary conversations with DOT. There will be a little reshuffling of the access points there on Gaul Boulevard. But, again, this isn't tonight for the site plan, but we went ahead and shown this for illustrative purposes and just wanted to say this. Site Plan Review Committee and the Planning Commission both recommended approval of the annexation, the future
3: land use, and the zoning. One more thing. Todd, you're okay with the whole? You, you, I'm sure you've looked it all over and you're good. Yes. And I
7: also want to say uh, John Bossick is here. He, you know, is on the Site Plan Review Committee and is aware of the water usage and sort of coupled what Billy had said that Swift Mud should be okay with this because of additional capacity that is available for the non-residential uses that, that are new uses that come on board from a permitting standpoint. All right. Thank you.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Um, and if we could, could we have a discussion at some point about have them, have somebody come either a consultant and talk to us about that because it seems, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense in my head. It doesn't, doesn't make sense, mean, sense in mine either, so but yeah, I, we can I, do that. I mean, I can't imagine them saying, oh, there's a certain amount for a commercial and then some for residential. It should just be usually a pumping permit of X. So. I'd like to I'd like to them to tell us why you know the, doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me anyway a lot of things don't make sense to me um all right city manager's report
2: I can note that meeting um so item 5.1 um I respectfully request the council to consider granting 4% raises to the non-union employees uh, with an effective date of Sunday October 29th um, when the study is complete, it'll be brought before council for approval and an implementation date, uh, plan slash date. With the 4%, anything, or with the study, anything that's above 4%, the employees would get that additional amount as part of the plan, but the 4% would be kind of between now and the plan implementation date. Um, currently, the sergeant's collective bargaining agreement tentatively is complete. The police officer the um, police officer's contract is tentatively complete as of today. There's still has to be a vote held on that. Um, both of those are scheduled to be brought before council. Um, I don't know why I put November 9th. I believe it's the council meetings November 13th is our next meeting. Um, I apologize. Yeah, our next council meeting is November 13th, not November 9th as stated in the uh, memo. Both those uh, collective bargaining agreements will be brought before you on November 13th and try to have um, with an implementation date of October 29th as well. Staff um, salary increases were budgeted for in the 24 fiscal year 24 budget. Staff recommends approval of the the raises um, until the pay study is implemented.
5: All right, just to be clear then, we're recommending a 4% raise to non-union employees now, and the balance of their raise will be given after the salary survey is completed and adopted by council, I guess. Correct, yes. So, and we don't have a timetable for that yet? So I had
2: a meeting with uh, Evergreen this afternoon. I felt really good walking out of it, but I've told you before, I've told council members, oh, two weeks we'll have it. I'm supposed to have something in front of me tomorrow to be able to review. So I'm a little leery to say I'll have it in, at the next council meeting, but that is the plan is to bring it to the next council meeting.
5: You think it would be helpful if, if a representative from Evergreen came to council meeting too? They will, right. yes.
2: Yep, <laughs> it's planned for okay. for um, Kelly uh, Brossi, I think is her name, um, to come and, and do the presentation to council, not for me to do it.
5: And right now you think that the, the collective bargaining units are uh, they're, they're, the police officers are going to have a vote? Correct. And then if the, if, the, if the body of it approves it, then then we will have the union, both union contracts ready. Correct. Sergeants have
2: already voted on theirs. Um, <clears throat> so that one will definitely be, as long as the police officers, if the vote is favorable, then that will be before the council as well at the November 13th meeting.
5: And one last question: Is there a little wiggle room, do you think, for the f- to make it a five percent raise now, and then the balance, or would you rather stay where you are?
2: I personally Dollar would or? rather stay at four, um, but if council gives us the direction to go to five, I'm okay with that as well. I mean, well, I'll, I'll, I say, I, we as a team, finance team, will figure it out. Um, Oh, um, are you done?
5: Hopefully, it'll only be two two weeks more, three weeks more, so it wouldn't be that big of a hit. Right. That's in that's
9: versions. what I was going to get at. Was so typically in December that second meeting is canceled. So we, we 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 just have enough time to get it uh, finished before the end of this calendar year, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So so that we're looking at four percent now, basically now, and then. With the rest to come before the end of the calendar year, for, because we we want to get it right, so
2: we need but the to, goal is to get it right and then um, have conversations with the council on on the implementation portion of it. I know you've been working hard at this and uh, it, to to
9: go ahead and and implement at least four percent raises for right now to at least you know get something going. Until then is is, is better than just waiting until we get it all done getting it all right. at once. So I appreciate you doing that, and I'm sure that employees do too so
0: councilman Proctor
3: <laughs> I am in agreement with councilman um Spinner on, Spina on this personally I'd like to see the raises for all the employees at least start at 5% now and then when we get the pay study which I can't believe we don't have it yet then we can adjust all the raises for for I believe that they will all get more than that we're living in hard times and I think that we need to keep good employees and we need to pay them the best that we can so that we're not losing them. And I just wanted to put that out to the rest of the council. If we could at least give them five, I mean.
0: Right. That's um, just my opinion. Sure. Um, and let me ask you a question. When we, when, when, we, when we did the budget, we put 10% in. We, we, were, we had 10% in for the employees. Right. And the budget starts October 1st, right? Right. Why would we not go ahead and start October first or whatever pay period with their with the with the raises? I mean,
2: with the the four percent,
0: whatever we decide on, because that was what was already in the budget. It started October first. We don't we shouldn't start October twenty ninth paying our employees the raise in my in my mind because it was in the budget. that started October first. So I just have to
2: be careful of the total average of the increases, that it's not more than 10 percent.
0: Say that again, your total so the, average.
2: The total average of
0: increases. Oh, okay. When you I average see, everything so out. I see what you're saying from the, from the study.
8: Correct. Okay. So yes.
0: so it was a gross amount of 10 percent on the total wages. But Correct. They, but they're going to, based on classification, they're going to. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yes. So that's
2: the reason to so, just so go lem- ahead and start it, and not go back to October 1, but start now, um, is because that total average could be higher than 10%. So
0: if it starts the 29th, is that the pay period for the prior two weeks?
2: The 29th is the start of a new pay period. Oh,
0: it's the start?
2: It is the start so, of a new pay period. So that period.
0: isn't a pay date then? That example. is not the pay date. Okay. That's the
2: start of the new pay period. Okay.
0: But I mean, I. I would like to, speak because in my mind, they've not had the raise for, you know, for the start of the budget year. That's that's my, and I get, I know what you're saying there. I understand, but um, it would have had to be worked out anyway if if we got the study early. You'd have still had to work it out to where it made sense, you know. Right. So, um, but if it's easier, we can do that, and we can have that discussion about a retroactive, possibly when we get the study. And the other thing is, you can tell these consultants that we're very disappointed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, this is going on and on and on. You can, it, whatever you need to do, whatever you need to say. Right. We're, we're mad. You need an email from <clears throat> us stating that we'll do it. Matter of fact, I'll send you one. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Because yeah. because I, when you're talking about people's paycheck, um, if that was her paycheck that was getting held up, I bet she'd damn well get it done. Right. You know. So. You know, we need to please stress to her that we got to get this done. Right. Um, And I heard, and I would agree. I think we should do five percent. Good. So. And
3: could I say one more thing, Mr. President? I think, um, Billy, we need to make it clear to them that we are disappointed that we don't have this, but we also uh, there are other companies that we can hire to do these studies. Correct?
2: Yeah there are
3: how often how many times have we used this company
2: it's the first time i've ever used them i I can't i believe in the past the city's used evergreen a couple times maybe
5: we've used them before and like i mentioned previously we used them uh they were used in temple terrace last year as well um so and and i think part of it you know it um it depends on when you start it. You, you can't start it at the end of the fiscal year. You have to start it sooner so that you can get, you know, if you have the kinks in it to work out, you have time to do that. Um, and and I think that's what happened both here and, and when I was in Temple Terrace, we started late, too. So, you know, the the intent is good. You want to do the survey. You, you go out, it's a positive thing. You want to try to make, um, Life better for the employees, and make sure they're earning, you know, what they're, d- what they deserve, and and what the market holds. Um, so, <clears throat> but sometimes you do have, you know, wrinkles in the process that that need to be worked out. And, um, and and I think if everybody, you know, if it comes through, that people get good raises. And and I think that most of them are over four and five percent, which is why we're we're doing this kind of piecemeal to to get it started, um, I think in the end everybody will be happy. I I hope.
4: President?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's me over here. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, How
4: often do we do these surveys? Is there anything that is in written form that we're supposed to do them X amount of time? We just choose to do them when we feel like they're ready. Yeah.
2: The last study was done, I believe was started. 2000 and late 2018 early 2019 right uh, was implemented that one in october of 19. Um, i can't tell you when the one before that was done what i can tell you is we don't the city does not have a policy that we have to do a pay study
5: Good. every so many years right okay so I'm the goal is to keep up with the marketplace um so and and the, when we did it in 2018 or 2019 that was a a mess. We had to actually can the one company that was doing it they, and, and start over with somebody else. So, um, you know, they had somebody sick and somebody out and fired and different things. So, yeah. <clears throat> I, I, <laughs> you know the questions asked next time you do it.
10: <laughs>
3: yeah. That's well, and, and personally, that's why I'm so upset. These They should have already, know, we should already have known what they're going to get now. If this survey had been done on time, we wouldn't be doing it in a piecemeal, which I don't think is really fair to our hardworking employees, when I'm sure they could use it now. The economy is terrible. Everything's totally high-priced on anything that we buy or purchase. So I mean, I hope you make it clear to this company how disappointed we are in, in the way they're handling this, because it's really holding up what we should be giving, and that it's not your fault, Bill. I'm not I'm blaming you. I'm just saying I, this company. I, I'm listening to, and taking it all in. Needs to get on the ball. All
9: right. Well, I had one more question. So then we won't be doing anything retro to October first, kind of following up with what you brought. If we implement it on the 29th, and then hopefully another two or three weeks, they get the rest. It will revert back to the 29th or revert back to the 1st or We'll go on that day
2: certain. So that's the conversation that will have to be had with council. So what's proposed is whatever the percentages given this evening would begin October 29th. That would not be retro. And then there'd be a conversation with council on the implementation of the plan. Does it start? Does it go back to the 29th? Does it start at a time certain in the future? Um, that, that's the conversation we need to have. And I think it, it, a lot of that is based on what the budget looks like and and what the total impact of the study is of when we can implement it,
9: and of course, you know, following up on what everybody said, we're in this position because the salary studies run way late um, right. so I mean, this is not something that we should expect every year uh, on raise or an employees shouldn't expect every year for this to happen. This is kind of like a
2: correct okay.
3: One more, have they given you, I'm sorry, have they given you any reason why it's taken so long? Why they're so far behind?
2: Just working through the information. Um, I I mean, there's positions that were not slotted. Um, Not sure why, but some of them were missed. Um, So those those were all added today. So that should be in there. Um, But as far as a reason specifically, no. When did you hire them? When did it start? I believe
5: late May, everything was sent to them. Um, I don't want to throw another mix into this, but would it be better for the employees if we went retro to October first and gave four percent, and have everything start October first and back to the very um,
2: number of crunch? I but I can't with that, answer that question. I don't. I don't know with
5: the off the top of my head. Well, I mean, I don't know how much money is one pay period, but I'm thinking maybe if, they, if they'd rather have it retro to October 1st, if we stick to your recommendation of 4% and they're getting a whole month for it pay, it might be I benefit. Yeah, I can't answer that without
2: doing, doing math. If it's, you get 5% That's, now and keep moving forward or you do 4% over for two paychecks, I think the bigger thing is, is the, the salary study being completed and getting that percentage in. I know. But and I think right by now, not going back to October 1st may help with the percentage that's given going forward, if that makes sense, right? Because the dollars that are used, the dollars that were not expended in October can be given towards potentially a larger increase, which is then compounded upon in the future, in future years. So it may not be beneficial right at the moment, but as you move through your career, the percentage compounding is, is better.
9: Well, and I have one more question. Um, so th- we budgeted for an average of 10 percent. Correct. Is it possible at 5 percent that that might be somebody's raise? I mean, I know the expectation is for it to be more. So, I mean, I just don't want to go into a say we're going to give them 5% and then like 99% of the, the employees get a, another increase and then this 1% doesn't. I it mean, could be. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I just, we just need to be up front with that all the way across. You know, everybody needs to know that it's an average. Uh, but that's what I'm a little concerned with. But, I mean, I think the expectation is that it'll probably be more across the board, but potentially. I hope and that's what I'm, I'm working, working for, right, yes. Right, Okay. I just you know i just want a full
0: transparency as well yep. um and it is it's there's a lot of moving parts to it it's it, it isn't just a matter of a percentage increase over the whole gross payroll it is there's going to be up and down up and down in it. Right. So, uh, and i think that's what makes it difficult um council do you all are you at a point where you want to propose a motion We well, you I'd have like more discussion pr- we can discuss i'd more. like
3: to propose a motion that we do at least five percent now, and then when we get to study, we can make up the difference. Everyone,
0: yeah. Second. Second. Have a motion and a second, and the proposed the motion is five percent, and that was on the twenty ninth, as the city manager had recommended. Is that right? Okay.
9: Yeah, and I just want to make sure that you know there's an understanding that potentially. That might be it for somebody. Hopefully, that's not the case.
0: <laughs> I hope not. But that's a good point.
9: So,
1: Council President, may I clarify that motion? See if you agree. So, y'all um, made a motion for a five percent to non-union employees, effective 10-29-23, uh, with balance given after salary survey to be complete before 12-31-2023.
0: Um. Yes, that's what it is. Is it? Okay. That's what I-, I. was. I wasn't crazy it's- about the balance part. You know. Oh. Uh, yeah, If you want to work out mm-hmm, that yeah. that that's. Oh okay. Um. Because it's it's an anticipation of something to come, and it could be not.
3: It, the growth. Or maybe the, the if there is balance.
0: a if there is a balance.
2: Yeah, I, I think five percent, October 29th. And if there's a per- if there's a difference between what the study says and the five percent that's already been given, the employee will be entitled to that additional percent um, as implemented and approved by council.
1: Work with remainder, if any. I
0: mean, that,
2: given that, that, by. Can
1: we just make it that simple? That work. Uh, remainder, uh, if any.
0: A later date. Yeah. So, who wants okay. to formulate that as a motion?
5: Uh,
3: um, that or just like
0: that. Is what, his move. what she said, no.
2: So Charlie made the, mo- sorry, Councilman Proctor made the motion just She's say that you accept what she, her change.
3: Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to start
0: it sooner, but yeah, well, it's only a. And please re- read that for me. All right. Let me see
1: if I can. So you all, Charlie. Councilman Proctor made a motion to propose a five percent raise to all non-union employees, effective ten twenty-nine twenty-three, with the remainder, if any, after the salary survey is complete before twelve thirty-one two thousand twenty-three. Yes.
0: Everybody agree with that? Okay. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. Unanimously.
3: Councilman uh, Speed.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, The economic incentive in. All right,
2: the worst kept secret in
0: (laughs) Zephyr Hills.
5: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) City
2: staff, Pasco Economic Development Council, and Baduco have been discussing the possible relocation and expansion of Baduco's. Manufacturing operations for the past several months, the proposed property was annexed, land use was amended and rezoned at the October 9th, 2023 council meeting. Um, Baduco owns 72.52 acres of land for the future home of the Zephyr Hills manufacturing facility with a total capital investment of $233 million over the next six years. The agreement before council requires Baduco to construct a minimum of 403,000 square feet of light industrial manufacturing. Uh, Phase one will be Roughly 100,000 square feet. It will cr- create 600 new jobs to the city's Upper Hills within the first six years. 120 of those jobs will have an average annual wage of at least $46,000, which is 80% of the median one person income for the Tampa MSA. It allows the city to access, um, excuse me, allows the city access to examine the property documents and relate to the terms of the agreement. In exchange for the construction and job creation, the city will waive or reimburse up to $331,000 in transportation impact fees. We even reimburse up to $660,750 in permit fees, uh, offer job creative incentive grant equal to the amount of 50% of ad valorem taxes for the first 10 years after after the receipt of the certificate of occupancy, which is a not to exceed amount of $7,281,250. The city manager may extend the period for compliance for up to one year uh, for good cause. The funding in the amount uh, not to exceed the 991,750 was budgeted in fiscal year 24 to cover the economic incentives for permit fees and transportation impact fees. Funding in the amount not to exceed the $7.281 million will be budgeted in the appropriate future years for job creation incentives. With that, staff recommends approval of agreement 41-2000, or excuse me, AGREEMENT 41-2023-28 BETWEEN THE cities OF UPPER HILLS, ELLIS U.S.A. 19 INCORPORATED AND BADUCO MANUFACTURING INCORPORATED.
5: ANY QUESTIONS? Uh,
0: GO AHEAD COUNCILMAN SPENG.
5: CAN YOU EXPLAIN WHAT THE PERMIT FEES ARE, THE 660,000, JUST GENERALLY?
2: The PERMIT FEES ARE uh, FOR uh, THE building, BUILDING DEPARTMENT TO REVIEW the site plan or the the construction plans and to go out and do inspections during construction. Yes, it's based on the valuation of the property and that's uh we're very lucky to have 233 million dollar investment um so based on that valuation you have very high permit fees. Doctor
3: I have you know, I've always had a problem of us giving stuff away, but I understand in this particular case, I think it, it'll it be more beneficial for the citizens because we're going to add how many jobs? 600 jobs. Minimum? In the beginning, 600.
2: 600 is, is the total amount of jobs.
3: Well-paying jobs, and I think sometimes the city, so that we can benefit the citizens, we take a bit of a hit on what we're going to take in. But I think in the long run, it'll it benefit, will benefit the city, and it's going to give them a lot of good jobs. And in the long run, I think we'll make it up.
2: If I may, um, currently, we're re- the city is receiving zero tax dollars um, because it was not in the city. It was recently annexed in. Um, it is un- undeveloped property. So to look at it, I agree. We're looking at an additional 600 jobs to the area, new to the area. And, but we're also looking at a significant increase in taxable value. Um, so this is what you see here is 50%. That means that's what comes to the city to be able to do other projects and increase the amenities in the community. But the big thing is the the job creation.
5: And, And I think it's beneficial. I mean, because of the way you divided the, um, the tax credit, over 10 years instead of like 100 percent over five years, we'll start getting revenue immediately, right? And that's a uh, that'll be a big boost. And it's not homesteaded, so it's 100 percent. Right. Yeah, so
2: and we were competing with other other areas in the country, um, and we were lucky enough to convince them that Zephyr Hills was the place to be. <laughs> that been- and, and I think
9: of uh, a lot of time invested for the city and, and other entities, uh, you know, our industrial corridor master plan, and things we've worked on for years and years in order to, you know, the, the ready sites, we've talked about, um, you know, the Zephyr Hills Economic Development Council and, and the work they put in, and, you know, and we, is this, this is what we're looking for is a catalyst to start us, and I, for one, am happy, more than happy to uh to understand that economic incentives are something that's done in every city and every town. And, and I'm really excited for us to, to get started with uh, Paduco and, um, you know, the 600 jobs, that the, the tax revenue it does bring. Uh, I'm just really excited for it. And I think it's a, it's a long time coming for all the work that we put in as a council and, and other entities to try and get something. And this, hopefully this is the start of something that keeps snowballing from here. So I'm excited for you guys to be here.
0: Yes. And I'm the same way. It's it's uh, this is a competitive thing. It's not like oh, I'm selling something and I'm the only. We only have one buyer. We only have one one thing to sell. We could we. It was a competition to land these this uh, this user, and like you had mentioned, it's a piece of property that was not in the city, which is now annexed into the city. And if you if if the math is correct, then it'll generate $7 million over the next 10 years. I mean, $233 million, that's a significant investment. Uh, the, and, and just that, coupled with the jobs, it's, uh, and we're just excited, very excited to, to, to have you here, very excited to work with you. I think you're going to be happy working with the city, too. Um, I think it's going it's, it's to be a, a very, it's, it's a little bit like a marriage. I think we're, we're in it, and we're going to work together till the ultimate goal. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it.
5: President? I, I, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I, I was just going to say, too, that I think that once you land a, a business like this, then we become a market and p- other businesses will start looking at us. And you can use this as an example when you're out marketing uh, in, in the country. So I think that this is kind of a stepping first stepping stone that help, will help us kind of break through. Mayor?
4: Yeah, and I just wanted to um, thank the council Years ago, this started the ball rolling when we put the water sewer line through there, and the Limvilles. I want to thank them for holding on to the property to help us, you know, bring to fruition this industrial corridor that we've been working on for a long time. Tom Ryan from PDC, PDC is here. He has been, this has been in his vision for a long time, in the ZEDC vision. We've all worked together with the county very well on this. And I'm just very proud that our city has partnered together and you guys are making this decision to give these incentives. And we're glad to have you with us. We're excited. Um, this is going to make a difference for our citizens and if uh, if we have 600 that do not have to leave our town to go to work outside of our city that's going to be a big deal for us so we want to thank you for having the foresight to come to this great city of ours and to jump right into Zephyr Hills
2: if I could just I failed to mention thank you to the PEDC um, they were an integral part in the conversations um, also we had an economic summit here there was A slide of how many people leave Pasco County, I guess the export of talent to Hillsborough and the surrounding communities with Baduco. Hopefully we change that arrow and increase the import of workers to coming into Pasco to work. Um, And then just in case you are questioned, we do have an economic development ordinance, and that's what we followed with the incentives. So there are there's a policy not not that you're questioning. I just in case you are questioned or asked there is an uh, ordinance that we followed on that, right? And I think we used to use it way back with Cisco. That's I think it was like the, 1999 right. is, is when the ordinance was passed. So that's but, And, and right. I
0: would invite a, a representative to come up and just, if you want to say, a, say anything, or we'd love to hear from you. And we hope you brought cookies, dog on uh, it. Yes.
10: <laughs> we brought, we brought. Uh, so thanks a lot for, for having us. And um, for us, uh, we started the project, um, Ten months ago, uh, searching for a place to put our new home, Uh, and uh, for the people that don't don't know us, uh, we are um, a Brazilian multinational that started 72 years ago, and our headquarters are in the same place where we start. Yeah, so 72 years later we are still there. The company have grown quite a lot. Yeah. Today we are one of the largest bakery companies in Latin America. We have over 8000 employees. And uh, for us, for the owner of the company, was always a dream to create a business in the in the states. He started we started in Miami in 05 with uh, just one person, yeah. Today, uh, a couple of years later, we 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 rented a bigger warehouse, and then we a couple of years back we built a 70,000 facility in Miami. Uh, now uh, we are producing also in Miami, but today we have no more space to grow. Yeah, so we are very limited. Fortunately, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, so we start looking for a new place. Yeah. And we wanted a place where we could expand in the long term. Because what happened to us, for example, in Brazil, in the two places that we decided to start first, in the, where we found it, and then in the other one, we ran out of land and, and space. So we needed to find a good area where we, you can grow. You no? Know? And uh, so we started the process uh, with a consultant. We analyzed seven states, more than 160 sites. Yeah and it was a long process yeah, very competitive yeah and i think the work done by by the county with with tom and the city with Todd and, uh, and william was actually very nice it was very comfortable for us to have always the conversation with, with with your city and very open no we we discuss about all the things we we put on the table also the the things that were offered to us, because I think it's, it's a fair game. And, uh, and actually, we are very excited, <laughs> uh, actually, with the owners of the property. Uh, they came a couple of weeks back to visit our facility, and, and I think that uh, we can develop a very interesting industrial park in, in Zeffrey Hill. And So we are looking to start as soon as the permits are approved. <laughs> uh, we are already working on that. Yeah, and, uh, and the idea also is to fund uh, also local people to help us, you know. So uh, we, we hire uh, an architect already that is in Central Florida. Construction companies are going to be from around the area with the idea of start working all together. Yeah. So I would like to thank the city and the, and the county because they were very helpful in all this process. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
5: I'd like to add one thing. I understand also that it, the, the building's going to have a retail bakery shop. Is that correct? Uh, sorry. Yes. The idea in the future would we'll like we'll be.
10: I'm sorry. sorry. Just so sorry. everybody. I'm yes. coming back. Yes. Yeah, we would love to have in the facility later on, if we can, uh, the possibility to sell our goods and have the products there. Yeah. In all the factories, we have quite a lot of those shops Yeah, for the community. They normally get it at a better price than you can find it in the grocery store because it's direct from the from the factory. And uh, yes, it's something that we that we do. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: And they pro- I've tried a lot of your products and they are good.
10: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we have huh? some more samples for you to try
11: Now we're talking. <laughs> Well, at the uh, request of the city manager, uh, Tom Ryan, Pasco, EDC, uh, I do want to recognize our state partners at Florida Commerce, previously Enterprise Florida. The project started at a competitive nature at the state level. Uh, They were um, a partner of ours and brought it into the local uh, market, and we competed aggressively with our Ready Sites program that many of you have been involved in, and I appreciate that. Uh, I also wanna make sure we recognize that Duke Energy, uh, if you, Councilman Svina, you remember years ago when they sat in here and we had the uh, first uh, Duke site readiness program. So Duke Energy uh, was a key partner in this too. They stepped up and uh, provided uh, incentives uh, for site studies, which is a very uh, good thing when you're trying to buy raw land, you need site studies. Uh, We also are uh, looking forward to tomorrow at the Board of County Commissioners. And um, we've had a tremendous amount of support, not only locally from the city, uh, the chamber. Uh, We have been working diligently with not only uh, Billy Poe, but also the city attorney with Todd Vandenberg, uh, John Bostic. Uh, These things did not happen overnight. Uh, It happened over many meetings. Uh, and I can't even tell you how many emails I have uh, but thousands. So the idea is to create an economy in Zephyr Hills that is diversified. But I will leave this thought, the incentives other than the waiver of permit fees, which this city is so graciously considering, are performance-based. Think of it that way, the building is not built, the incentive is not given on the ad rebate. So that is a great policy, because performance, both people have to perform, both entities, I should say. So that's where we know uh, Baduca Foods is gonna step up and make that investment over a period of years. So thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you. you.
0: Um, um, And uh, with that, we need to go ahead and make a motion.
5: I make a motion that we approve Incentive Agreement Number 41-2023-28. With um, with the project global brand. Second,
12: a
0: motion and second for approval of this item. All in favor? Say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. Thank you. Welcome to. All right, the city uh, city attorney's report.
12: Thank you. Give me just a moment to back to where I was. Uh, I have just one item. It's the first reading of resolution number 820-23, a resolution of the City Council of the City of Zefriels, Florida, adopting the fiscal sustainability plan for uh, new affluent filter and advanced wastewater treatment um, and setting an effective date.
0: And, the, uh, and this was a requirement, wasn't it? Uh,
12: Yes. For the um, State Revolving Fund, I don't know if, John, you want to add anything? Or, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's the ongoing project we've had at the Wastewater Treatment Plant. We brought numerous items before you before regarding it, and uh, this is just to comply with okay. the requirements of the funds. Very good. Any discussion? for discussion? Seeing none. I just have, have a question, I guess, yeah. for John Bostick,
5: if I may. Um, so these kinds of things that are required in this um, plan are things that you'll be budgeting long term in, in your uh, capital improvement plan.
8: Yes. John Bostick City of Zephyr Hills Utilities Director. Yes. SRF, This to me this is something new for SRF. Um, I'm going to bring another one to you in the next couple of weeks or the next meeting for the Wire Road Reclaim that they need a fiscal sustainability plan to make sure that we can pay for. Future repairs, upgrades, whatever we have to do to, to maintain what, they're, what they funded.
5: Right, because even though this is a requirement, basically to keep up with environmental uh, clean water state fund requirements, it we are kind of um, compelling future councils to budget and, and maintain this project. So, I think that I just wanted, and I looked through all these numbers and graphs, and I didn't. Grasp all of them. I can tell you that right now, and um, but I do, it just made me think that these are things that we're committing future councils to that we'll have to include in the capital improvement plan and and make sure it all goes forward. So, Which is it good that and it's over 20 years, I think, right? Correct. correct. Like that. So yes. Right. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome.
0: Further discussion. Entertain a motion. Thank I you, John.
9: I move for approval of resolution number 820-23 in the first reading.
0: Second. I have A motion and a second for approval of this item. The first reading of this item. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. Thank you. Um, now we're uh, to citizen comments. Did we have any? One There's sign-
1: no one signed up to speak under citizen comments.
0: Does anybody care to speak? I don't see anybody rise so I'll move on to the mayor announcements.
4: I just wanted to bring to attention that um, I know most of you know Bob White. He turned 100 this last week and they had a great little celebration for him at his church, uh, the Alliance Church here in Zephyr Hills and uh, we did a proclamation from council to him and um, councilwoman. Uh, Jet Wilkinson was able to be there for me because I couldn't be there that evening. But uh, he was very excited, and we just want to congratulate him. We don't get a lot of hundred year old citizens anymore, right? So that's a pretty, pretty neat thing. So thank you.
0: Good. Okay. Uh, city Manager, is that all, Mel? Yes. Okay. Uh, city Manager. Announcements <laughs> just a reminder of raise a racket and the SVB
2: foundation. It's November 4th I've sent each of you a, a text to confirm if, if you'd like to go um, again reminder of the Halloween Howl downtown this weekend tomorrow the P D or excuse me the Board of County Commissioners meeting to approve the county's agreement with uh, Baduco, which will make everything final at that point point. Um, and again Welcome to Zephyr Hills. Looking forward to the great relationship and thank you to the PEDC for all of your help on it.
0: So,
12: that's all I have for this evening. All right, thank you. City Attorney, announcements? Yeah, I'd like to echo what City Manager said. Thank you to uh, Stefano and Tom Ryan with the uh, PEDC. Oh, you know, both great to work with and it was a fun project to work on, so thank you all. We're excited to have you here in Zephyr Hills. and uh, Thanks to the members of the county that also assisted, and uh, that's all I have. Thank you. Um, city Council
0: comments, let's start down here with uh, Councilman Spenner.
5: Um Well, I'd just like to say welcome. Uh, we will look forward to working with you. And, um, and I would just like to thank the employees for working with us. And I know that, you know, there's been a lot of um, effort on HR and the city manager's part to get this done. I know that the um, police department has been working very hard to get the uh, contracts resolved and I I look forward to all of that being completed shortly uh, so we can all move on to other things.
0: Thank you. Councilman Proctor.
5: Uh,
3: Again, welcome. Uh, I know it's going to be an exciting adventure for all of us and I know it's hard. For me the least favorite part of this job is when we have to do the yearly budget because it's a lot of intense um, work and all. And as an employer myself, I always try to look out for the city employees to give them a fair wage because I know every department, they work hard, and I just hate to lose good employees over pay. And, and I think everyone up here feels the same way. They want to treat everyone as fair as we can. But, and sometimes we're limited to what we can do. So. I hope it all. Wor- I'm, I know it's all going to work out in the long run, and I appreciate y'all's patience with us on this whole situation. That's all I have. Thank you.
9: Yeah, and I just wanted to say too, and you know, I hope the employees understand for what you're having to go through too, to in order to implement all this. So it is tough, um, but in the end, we just want to make sure everybody's treated fairly, just like uh, Councilman Proctor said. Also, Tom, thank you for. Uh, reinforcing what I said about some different entities and people that were involved in this whole process was going on for, you know, several years really. And I'm super pumped. I'm excited for this to start. Uh, I'm, you know, really happy for it and and I'm excited to see how things progress. And, and as councilman Smith said, you're going to find working with the city is going to be pretty uh, enjoyable too. So
0: thank you. Thank you Um, again. Welcome. Um, a lot of people work very hard to make this happen. Uh, and it did start quite a while ago i mean the county i think had budgeted they put in three million dollars worth of sewer lines over there for us it was five or six years ago maybe longer
5: the water Uh,
0: we did Mm -hmm. the water so you prepare for these things and now it's nice to see the investment starting to give her a turn but we are very excited about it Um, can't wait to see the things start too Um, Thank you to the Landowners Linville family for working with this this user. We appreciate that, too. They've always been uh, great uh, citizens of Zephyr Hills, so thank you. Um, Employees, it's really, it costs a lot of money to train new employees. It costs a lot of money when you lose good employees. So every one of us up here is going to do as much as we can to keep everybody we have right here because we've got a great crew. We uh, we know that inflation was 4% last year. So sometimes we're just kind of treading water, but we're gonna do everything we can to keep all of you right where you are and, and make your make your wage a very livable wage. So, um, and I do appreciate you being patient with us, as has been echoed here. So um, just know we're gonna do as much as we can to take care of you. And I think Councilman Proctor was right that. We have certain limitations, and honestly, um, I've worked employees before, and I've seen them advance up to a, a point, and then they go. They they have to leave, and and that's that's not a bad thing. But I want to keep every one of you here. I want you to leave when you've got a plum job that you can advance to, and then it's like you, you know, it's the best thing for you. So. Uh, but, and, and I think about Audrey, she left, you know, she, Audrey, she went to Lakeland, she got a, a nice advancement. I don't want to lose anybody. I don't, but, but there's a limitation to what we can do, and we're going to do everything we can. Too. We want to keep every one of you. So with that, I'll go ahead and adjourn the meeting. Thank you.